Well, I was saying that I'm a Charlotte-based artist. I'm born and raised here. Um, both my parents are from here. Um, my love for just the performing arts in general um, started out with musical theater. Um, I went to Northwest School of the Arts for middle school. And um, I didn't stay for high school. But um, for me, I knew that I always wanted to either sing or act. And uh, my first time singing and stuff was through musical theater. I was a part of Nodi School of Arts. And I've played roles like Cinderella, Miss um, Hannigan and Annie, just all types of stuff. Uh, when I got out of high school, um, I branched into writing and singing my own songs. And I've had my own band, the Morgan Gala Band, for about, mm-hmm. about three or four years now. Um, I do have a few singles out on all platforms. So you just type in Morgan Gala, G-A-Y-L-A. Right now, I'm currently working on my very first EP ever. It's called The Evolution of Mo. And basically, this is just talking about my experiences with life and, and love and relationships and how it landed me to the position that I'm in right now in life. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. And I guess it's time for us to get on to radical self-love. So I, uh, you have made a post about radical self-love, and I was like, that's such a good topic I'm going to talk about. So I wanted you to give us your um, perspective on what radical self-love is and how you practice radical self-love yourself. Okay. Um, For me, radical self-love is... Well, it's a lot of things <laughs> on the list. Um, the first thing for me is it's boundaries. Um, and that's setting them not just in like love and relationships, just setting them in your life. Because I know that um, something that I still struggle with, I'm getting better at it. But something that I struggle with is just speaking up for myself and just having like, um, I always say, try and have that, that childlike mentality. Like for instance, um, my little nephew, Emilio, he's what, 10 years old? I've cooked him something. I say, here you go. As soon as he tastes it, he said, oh, I don't like that. So we have to apply that mentality as adults. When people do something to us that you don't like, you're like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, and just just being able to say like, hey, that's not okay. Things that we don't like. Um, I actually, I would love to coin the term radical self-love, but I cannot. Um, I got this from a book that I read called Radical Self-Love. I, it's a great book. I think everybody should get it. Um, It's by Gayla Darling. That's the author's name, G-A-L-A. And she just talks about um, basically ultimately loving yourself, you know, setting those boundaries, treating yourself, you know, something as simple as I always say, I date myself, you know, I'll, I'll take myself out and things like that. Matter of fact, that post that you showed, okay, so... That post that you spoke on, that night I took myself to the jazz lounge and I bought myself a promise ring. And basically this promise ring was just uh, me making promises to myself of just certain things that I won't do anymore and things that I won't allow into my life at all. And just, you know, every time I look down at my hand, like, oh, I think of my boundaries. So it's just like being, being married, but to myself. Um, and I think that's such a good reminder, right? We think about promise rings and, you know, somebody else giving those promises. 
But what are the promises that we make to ourselves and how do we remind ourselves? And that ring being on your finger is a, you know, a good promise. Like I personally have a ring that I wear that was my mom. So it, it helps me to, you know, remember, you know, who I am and why I do the things that I do. So I think that's a great point. Um, so far as how did you get to this point of radical self-love or if you would like, you know, to share some of your ups and experiences with Okay. Um, I got to this point. It's, I, I, I said on Twitter the other day, I said, sometimes you reach that moment in your life where it's like, you know, your your heart is just your heart is just desperate and you're just tired of your own shit. I don't know if I can curse on here or not, but <laughs> yeah, but basically you just get tired of your own shit. And it just got to the point where I was like, dang, like I keep repeating the same cycles and the same patterns. And I had to look in the mirror and say, OK, well, what am I doing? What am I doing to attract this? And I had to get out of that victim mindset and just realize a person's only going to do what you allow them to do. So I just had to be honest with myself and just realize that, you know, a lot of mistreatment that I've dealt with in life just has been a reflection of low self-esteem, low self-worth. You know, the kind of relationships and things that you get into, that's a direct reflection of how much you love yourself. And sometimes your behavior screams, hey, I feel unworthy. I feel like this is this is what I deserve. You know, so oftentimes we we mistake abuse for love. You know, and just um, just dealing just dealing with abusive partners and stuff like that, and you know, not not thinking for myself, and just having this this feeling of oh well, you know what? Let me just get whatever I can get, whatever they will give me, I will take that. Yeah. And acting like I'm okay with stuff, when really, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. At all. And when you're able to set those boundaries and say, "Hey, I'm not okay with that." That's cool. Maybe these people, maybe that person will meet somebody else that is cool with it. That's that's just protecting yourself from low tier experiences. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you're not for everybody. I think that's a great point to make as we talk about radical self love. But I would like to say too that it once you once we learn to speak up for ourselves, it kind of gives other people the option to you know meet us where we want to be met. Or to, you know, just leave us alone. So that's a great point. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I always say step up or step down. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's a great. You have to. Box be to live by. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to know what boundaries you're leaning upon and what boundaries you're not leaning upon. Like, for me, one boundary that I am definitely not um, leaning upon is, um if I get into a disagreement with somebody and they want to do all that, that raising their voice and banging on walls and, and throwing items across the room in my direction and stuff. No, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, Cause that's, I, that's <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Cause in my mind, like, well, it's only going to escalate from there. Cause oftentimes pe- people will try you and they're just testing you. Yeah. And they want to see what they can get away with. Okay, exactly. So how are some ways that you would stay motivated to, you know, keep your boundaries? I personally struggle with boundaries myself. I'm doing better with boundaries as far as relationships go, but like my mm-hmm. non, like my platonic or family shit, those are the problems that I'm having really the most. 
can you give us some good tips or ways that you um, set your boundaries and you remind yourself to, you know, keep those I would say for me, it's affirmations. Um, I do my best to live a very intentional life. Like I have my affirmation wall up and, you know, and basically I'm saying, you know, I'm abundant. Opportunities always come my way or, you know, I will have this. I will have that. So it's just me affirming that and remembering that. And then when I have those moments where, you know, I might have days where I do feel or I do feel unworthy, but then I have to check myself because, that action of me stating my affirmations every morning when I wake up and every night before I go to bed, I remember those things. Those things are very, very, very powerful for me, you know, that helps me to keep it, keep it all together and just making sure that I do things actively that just align with, with who I want to be. I always say, um, you know, a lot of us have our dream life. Um, and I think, okay, well, what what would Dream Morgan do today? Like, would she just, well, the first thing she do is go and look at her cell phone. Like, you know, in my dream life, I get up I, on my terrace. I do yoga. I stretch, meditate. I'm like, well, shit, I can do that now. I mean, I'd be in the location. Right. <laughs> right, you know, just just living intentionally and not not being a go-with-the-flow person. You know, because it's like if that's the case, then you you just swaying, swaying everywhere according to everybody else's whims. But you have to know what do you want and taking the time to sit down and write down your list of requirements for yourself. See, oftentimes we're so quick to, you know, we want to make a list of requirements. Oh, this is what I want in a partner. This is what I want in a spouse. And that's cool. But make it for yourself as well. When I say that, don't put anything on that requirements list that you can't provide for yourself. Or for that person. Very important. That's very important. So, what advice would you give, like, to any like woman, like regular everyday woman listening to this podcast, and she just feels like she has no boundaries. She has, you know, she might, you know, have low self-esteem or low self-value for whatever reasons, maybe the traumatic experiences. Yeah. Would you give her to kind of get her started? Um, I would say get an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have boundaries that you know you struggle with, um, like say, if, I'll give an example. Say you have substance abuse issues, right? Get you, get you a partner, and let them know, like, hey, this is a boundary that I set for myself, or set boundaries together um, with your friends. You know, because my friends definitely will hold me accountable. Like, girl, now you said you wasn't going to do that. Now I see you. Like, hey, check yourself. Yeah. You know, um, I would say doing that. And then also, like, journaling. Like, journaling has been so, so grounding for me. Because oftentimes, like, a lot of us don't need a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, none of that. Sometimes we just need a journal. <laughs> to write out those feelings and emotions and on top of that it can keep you from like having conversations that really don't even need to be had mm-hmm. and that you know that you know can escalate it especially if you know you're mad about something like I always have the policy like you know if something is truly truly bothering me and I know that it could possibly be a very very sticky conversation and I could lose my temper or say some things that I'm going to regret I like to try and journal and write about it and you know, when I'm calm, then I can discuss it. Yeah, I think that's a perfect point. 
Um, I started journaling myself. It's up for I do voice recording journals. And like you said, it comes in very much handy, especially like when you're upset with somebody, especially like people that are in your face, and you just take time to just get all your emotions out without, you know, having that interaction. So I think that's a beautiful advice to give someone who's on their mission for uh, radical self-love. So thank you so much for that. Yes, anytime, anytime. Well, I know you already told us a little bit about any opportunities that you had coming up with your EP. Um, oh, I, I forgot to mention one. I just thought about that. Um, I do have a show. If you're located in Charlotte, uh, my band is going to be at 1501 South Mint Street from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. So I don't know when it's going to be released, but that's going to be Friday, May 28th. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, so we have this talk to ask. The question is, is there a, what is a word that starts with the letter B, as in born, um, that you feel describes describe you, and how do you feel about that word? Like, what, that, what does that word mean to you? Mm, I would say blossoming. Okay. As my word. Um, and I would say that describes me because I'm really just like coming into my own, like I would say, um, just, just this past year, I've learned to be vocal and, and speak up for myself and be more assertive. Like often the only time I'm really assertive before now is like in business, like if I'm booking a gig or something like that, but in my personal life, um, before I was not. So I feel myself blossoming, learning to do that. Um, I've got a chance to collab and connect with so many um, really, really dope musicians in the city. And I've learned, I've learned so much. So I really feel like I'm coming into my own and discovering what my voice is. Yeah, that's beautiful. Blossoming is a very good B word. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anyone that you want to shout out for the episode? For this episode, I want to shout out my very best friend. Her name is Hydea. And just just for being there, you know? Yeah, is she your accountability partner? Yeah, I have many accountability partners. <laughs> She's one of them. Okay, do you want to shout anybody else out? No, that'll be all. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you again so much, Morgan, for taking the time to talk with us. I think you gave great advice for anyone looking to um, start their journey on radical self-love. So we appreciate you so much. And, of course, we're going to keep um, finding ways to collaborate with you because we love your energy. Thank and you. The best. Thank you. Well, You're thank welcome. you for having me. This was a pleasure. Great. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye.